And we are back to the second to last hour of this week's Pledge Drive. I am Dominic Villano, joined here with Father Paul and Father Michael. Uh, actually, let me include their last names. Father Paul Porter and Father Michael Metz. Is that oh, how you doing? Oh, hold on. Let me just turn your mics for a second. I'm a little all over the place here. Okay, here you go. You are on now. Dom, how we doing, man? Good to be here with you. Thanks for joining us. And uh, before we start, I just want to catch up on donations before I get into asking. Oh, yeah. yeah what are we at? What's the numbers? So, yes, um, the numbers How many are, millions? This goal this hour is 3,000. And right now we have at, uh, make sure we are on, yes. And we have someone named Heidi. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. We have Christine. Thank you very much for the donation. We have Mary and also Paula. Mary, thank you very much for being a monthly donor. And... Because of that, you are going to get a nice fancy Quest mug. It is red, of course. It also holds coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you mm. like coffee. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. And so I've I'm, seen the mugs. I think uh, <laughs> they I have handles. They talked about it earlier. It can also hold tea. Is really? this is this true? Is that legal? Yeah. I think it All, can. Cold water. <laughs> cold water. Really? Mug, yeah. Maybe any liquid beverage. I will not have this conversation with you. <laughs> and along with that, you also get an entry into a chance to win a uh, very nice painting. I need to remember the name for this person who made it. And it is made by, let me get back to that. Michelangelo. Actually, it is it's... from Sally Kazin, I think. Yes. So if, oh. you, don't, uh, if you donate uh, monthly, you get a chance to win that. Very cool. What's the painting? It is a painting of. I am drama Eiffel Tower. <laughs> I love a good Eiffel Tower painting. I would give Gets money for jacked. a painting. All right, so the goal is three thousand dollars. Yes, as a it whole. is three thousand today. So okay, look, let's just put it out there. Yeah, put let's, it out there. Yeah, let's put the incentive out. Yeah. First person who donates a million dollars, we will give you a subscription, a one month subscription to Magnificat. Well, really, I'm just going to give you the one I used from the previous month. Yeah, but that's all it takes. Yep. Very yeah, good. you'll probably get like two good days out of it until yeah. it expires. Yeah, but solid, solid publication. So if you're interested, first mail, uh, call in at 470-508-1160, The Quest. Nice, or dude. you can go to thequestatlanta.com, download the mobile app. That'd be great. So I'm here today with Father Mike Metz, uh, local expert yep. in um, something. Yep. Many and things. our hour, we're talking about saints, heroes for all time. Yep. And the timing on this is pretty good. So Father Michael actually just got back from a trip to Wichita, which is not a place where you'd think you'd find, you know, interesting things. My dad is from, you know, around that area, so I'll give it some credit. But uh, <laughs> what did you find in Wichita, and what does that have to do with saints? heroes for all time yeah first and foremost let me say sorry to all the people of kansas who were just wildly offended by father paul that's my family you're welcome secondly um yeah so this is my first time on the quest yeah and i uh, just wanted to give a shout out to my parish uh down in peachtree city holy trinity catholic church some have said myself included that it's the best parish in the diocese so nope. not really well, mm. it's up for debate, except it's undebatable. And uh, how many of your parishioners are listening from their golf carts right now? At at least, and this is just a scientific hypothesis. At least a thousand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so what did I do? I, I I went out to Kansas. Okay, flew out to Wichita, and uh, was actually sent out there on orders with the army. I'm an I'm an army chaplain in the reserves right now, and I serve with a unit down in Macon, Georgia. So once a month, actually this weekend, I'll go down and serve the troops down there and uh, celebrate mass for them and do types of direction and kind of counseling type stuff. Um, but I received an invitation from the chaplain corps, which I'm a part of, and it was the Catholic side of the chaplain corps that sent me an invitation to a funeral in Wichita, Kansas for a priest, Medal of Honor winner, and POW KIA in the Korean War Father Emil Capon. Jeez, that is a lot of awesome titles. Dude, he is legendary. <laughs> and uh, Father Capon, he um, was ordained a priest in the Diocese of Wichita and ended up serving in World War II as a chaplain and then chose to re-enter. He's not the Korean War? Well, let me finish, Paul. Okay, I'm sorry. This is incredibly rude. This is where I got confused. Okay, so then, so then he chose to re-enter the army 
and to serve in Korea and was awarded the Medal of Honor for saving like hundreds of troops and for heroic acts of valor on the battlefield. And he actually negotiated the capture um, of probably like 20 American soldiers in front of the North Korean soldiers who were definitely going to kill him. Um, and instead, he negotiated a, a safe, secure capture. But then they went on a death march for, I've heard, 40 miles before. I've heard 100 miles before. And he carried a, another POW on his shoulders for 40 miles with frostbite on his feet. I mean, unbelievable guy. And then was in the POW camps up in North Korea for it was about seven months. I think it was November to May. And ended up uh, really giving his life for all the soldiers that were up there. He would... Uh, famously steal food from the Korean soldiers and the Chinese Communist Party soldiers as well. He would rebuke and rebuttal the communist propaganda, the atheistic uh, ideologies. He would publicly de destroy them. Uh, he would pray to, what's his name, St. Um, Saint Dismas, oh, who's the, uh, the, the good, good thief. thief. The good thief. He would, he would pray to him as the patron saint of thievery before he went and stole food from the Koreans. There's, there's got to be some good moral questions there. Oh, yeah. No, it, no, no, no. The church is clear on it, that if you don't have enough food for yourself and somebody has excess, then it's already technically your food. So you can go on and eat the food that's available for you. Is there like a loophole for you can pretty much steal whatever you want from your torturer? Probably. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's catechism... 563. Yep, yep. And just to be clear, there's no mm -hmm. loopholes for stealing cars, Grand Theft Auto. That's not the same thing, Paul. We're, Paul. we're not certain about that. Okay. Uh, so Dom, can you can you go ahead and bring it up? Go ahead and bring up the catechism. Yeah, he, he's checking right now. It's <laughs> a scroll pretty far to get to that. It's yeah. A, yep. It's uncertain. Anyways, continue on. Yeah, so he would go around to all these different camps and he would actually take the stolen food that he had and would give it to the other GIs. And he, he was famously a pipe smoker, which there's a, a cool photo of him. He got his pipe shot out of his mouth from a sniper. <laughs> and he's holding up his pipe with this cheesy grin that has the stem shot out of his face. And, uh, and he would go around with a little tobacco in his pipe and would give the guys just a little smoke. And they ended up, uh, the Chinese communist soldiers, they, they hated him. And uh, they ended up putting him in what they call a, a hospital, quote unquote a hospital. But the GIs called it a a death room and he and he died there and uh his body was missing for 70 years and the united states army finally identified his bones which matched with the dna from his brother eugene and they were able to bring him home from hawaii where he was kind of a, a part of like a mass grave essentially where they would try to identify um soldiers who were missing in action his bones were in hawaii mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they had brought it back earlier from north korea and they had him stored in Hawaii. So then the Bishop of Wichita went out to Hawaii and flew the bones back to Wichita, mm -hmm. to his home. And we had a funeral for a saint. So Wichita is already, like, they've already created a high school in his name. They call it Capon High School. There's controversy about how to say his last name. Oh, man. Capon Capon. What is that? What is the ethnicity of an uh, Emil? He's, uh, he's Czech. Oh, he's Czech. He's Czech. Yeah, he's Czech. And so I, the army put me on orders and I got to fly out there and uh, represent the chaplain corps and the Catholic faith and like one of the greatest honors of my life. Um, so at this funeral, we would say, you know, Heavenly Father, please welcome Father Emil Capon up into your heavenly homeland. And then two breaths later, we'd say, Father Capon, pray for us. <laughs> We're like, well, are we praying for a saint or is he praying for us or how does this work? And it's both um, and, Michael. It was the, the church. It was truly the both and, and both and with Catholicism and the military. I mean, they had 21-gun salute, honor guard, color guard. Uh, the whole diocese of Wichita showed up, and I mean, they loved the guy. And so he is going to—his cause for canonization is open. He's got two miracles on track that they're they're trying to uh, push forward, and uh, just very, very special guy. Chris Stefanik has a video on him on YouTube. It's It's got over a million views, and he kind of gives an explanation— um, not as good as the next Malaysian as what I just did, Yeah, but about Father Capon. That's what, uh, we're getting a lot of feedback on this right now. The Twitter sphere <laughs> is blowing up. Uh, we put out a vote. Is it Stefanik or is it Metz? Who are we going with? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, there's no vote. Come Fa on. Father Michael is in the lead. 
So real quick, uh, speaking of both and, once again, if you would like to donate to the quest, you can give both and your money or your sons to the priesthood. Really, both and are accepted and both are in great need. Quest Radio. So tell me a little bit about what... Was this a canonization mass? Did he become a saint? Or is this just finally having a chance to have like a funeral memorial service? Yeah, yeah. So they had had memorial services for him before. They'd had but this is the rite of Christian burial. And okay. so they actually brought his body, brought his remains. Um, we had a vigil. Um, and then the day of the funeral, they actually, man, it was unbelievable. For, so they had not had a funeral, though. Because they had no remains. They, they didn't have a body. And so they actually finally got to bury him and put him to rest after 70 years of missing. And already his cause for canonization was open. So it was pretty unbelievable. It's like the humility to recognize that here's a most likely a saint that we asked for his intercession. He lived a life of radical virtue and gave his life for people oh, that he loved. Oh, he's definitely a saint. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that one. But even he needed the grace of the church and the rites of the funeral and... Um, I don't, again, I don't really know how that works in, in terms of like the temporal order of going into heaven and praying for him and all these different things, but um, they buried him. He's got a, uh, an altar on the left side of the cathedral down in Wichita. So go and visit his grave, uh, go and visit where he's buried. And uh, yeah, people are already celebrating mass on his, on his grave and got to spend some time with them and put all of my rosaries and all these different things on his, uh, on his coffin. It's <laughs> so cool. It is unbelievable. Yeah, I would say relics and bones are one of the stranger, creepier things we do as Catholics, and I love it. I was just talking to a friend recently about uh, one of my favorite celebrations and feasts throughout the year is All Souls Day. And I love how uh, in Mexico they have Dia de los Muertos. Mm -hmm. And one of the towns I was in in Mexico was actually the town that they modeled the movie Coco after. Mm. Uh, Coco, great movie. Quest, the Quest loves Coco. I'm <laughs> certain of it. Huge fans of Coco. I mean, Dom's shaking his head. He loves Coco. Loves it. Yeah. 100 yeah, out of 100 yeah. Quest listeners. I haven't Coco. seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Dom, please turn your mic down we're gonna we're trying to we're trying to talk about saints trying to work over here (laughs) but there is something i don't know it's an interesting thing right like if you're not catholic you might just find it almost like morbid or grotesque or or just like creepy in a horror movie sense but there is something about acknowledging death and all of its strangeness and sometimes like creepiness but then also acknowledging that like christ has conquered this Mm. Uh, and so what i've always appreciated about all souls day and you know have you ever been to the mass at saint john cantius and in chicago the requiem mass yeah so they do mozart's requiem Mm -hmm. uh and they bring in they have to be members of the chicago symphony orchestra i mean it is absolutely outstanding i mean whether or not you even like catholicism or want to go to mass you're getting one of the most beautiful concerts you'll ever hear and you know people are just weeping by the end of this and uh, there's just a certain gravity when they play that adagio at the end uh, where you just feel like the sadness but it's like in some ways, like that really fulfilling good sadness, yeah. I, if I can make that distinction between yeah. like a despairing sadness and like a full, mm. uh, I don't know, yeah, a rich sadness. Yeah. So that's, I don't know, I think that's one of the things I appreciate about our Catholic faith is that we do hold this tension, but in this tension is a richness and a fullness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's I, I, the the idea of the differences in sadness is it's not a sadness devoid of hope, but it's like sadness with a person in it, Jesus. And I, although I haven't been to the Requiem Mass at St. John Kansas, I did get to go to the Chicago Symphony Orchestra where they played Verdi's Requiem Mass. And that thing, it's like a 200-person choir and like a 100-instrument orchestra. And there was something about... Uh, 
you know, 200 people, 100 others playing instruments, using the fullness of creation in harmony, representing humanity, pleading for the mercy of God, like the gravity of all of those people singing and, and kind of like yelling from like the depths of the human heart, have mercy on us, have mercy on us. Like that's the really the full expression of the depravity of, of death without Christ. And when you hear, when you hear the fullness of like that cry and that need for Jesus, then his response to it is even more resounding. It's even more powerful. Um, yeah. So I'd be curious to hear Paul, what, what Hold do you, on, real quick. Yeah, it, tell me, tell me. What What is that, the most famous part of his Requiem Mass is that, Dies Yeah. Dies Man, when you hear those 200 singers, you're like, man, is Jesus about to come back right now? Is he about to like blow the roof off of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra? Right, because you realize like, this is serious business right here. This is serious business. And... Yeah, to have the full expression of the human longing for the need to be saved. Uh, you know, there's sometimes when you can tr- kind of try to jump over the depths of suffering and pain that's involved in, in death. But then when it's represented so fully in an art like that, it makes Jesus's response to it even more powerful. You're like, we need this so bad. And Jesus fulfilled it and fulfilled it way more than we expected. I think, can we just acknowledge though, that my singing right there was pretty much the exact same thing as hearing it live at the CSO. I know the listeners can't see it, but a little tear. Yeah. Just shed a little it's, tear. Dom, Dom, stop weeping on the keyboard. <laughs> this, is, this is embarrassing. We're on, we're on a fundraising tour right now. Once again, if you want to call in 470-508-1160, that's the quest. Once again, we are offering Dom. There's a Bible on the counter. Uh, I have a half drink water bottle. Whatever it takes. First million. First we, million. We are not to mention the Quest mugs, which hold various liquids. Various liquids, not just coffees. Yeah, whatever, whatever you need. There's a bell right now, and we're gonna ring that bell for Is this when me? we get a million. That's the million. Oh, bell. that's the million bell. All right, don't touch it. Yeah, I'll touch it in ten minutes because we're gonna get that million. Do you think that, what do you think, what did they bring? Did he carry on the bones on the plane? Is the bishop like, I mean, do you imagine going through TSA and TSA is like, what do you got in there? Uh, and the bishop of Wichita being like, uh, yeah, it's Emil Capon's bones. You know, like, is that acceptable behavior? Can no, you do that? The bishop did not have Father Capon's bones as his carry-on item. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, what, what he just threw them in like, and back in the luggage bin? No, when the United States, when we fly a soldier home who was KIA, there's military honors around it, dude. Oh man! <laughs> Come on now. He's not. He's not flying coach with the mill. No, man. He had. They had like two what if star he had generals. No, what if he wasn't a military guy? What's our option? Well, then it's carry on yes. situation. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy. He. Uh, He's the best. They they had him flying first class, man. They had him flying first class. I don't know if that's true, but what? So what did the what was the military presence like at the funeral? So I, just real quick, one of the things I've always appreciated in military funerals was mm-hmm. how well military like I don't even know what I want to call it, but like it just seems to fit well with the structure of the Catholic Mass. Yeah. When you know, I can remember most vividly the you know the way in which the marines you know gave their tribute to my cousin who died in the iraq war and i mean it was incredibly beautiful the way that this synced up yeah so yeah what was that experience like we only got uh about a minute or two here before we go to break um oh oh Man down. Paul just fell out of his seat. We, uh, oh, she, okay. We, uh, we got, we have an issue. Man down. There's a, there's a, a, a woman who has violently come in here and she started breaking <laughs> things in the studio. Uh, but she is letting us know that we are matching up to $10,000 dollar for dollar. We will not match the million offer. That's just going to have to be straight up money. 
but we are matching up to 10,000 right now. And yeah, so anyways, maybe when we come back from the break, we'll get back a little bit to Father Emil. Yeah, wait, hold on. Let's, let me just make a comment yeah. right quick on Go what ahead. you said. Is is that uh, what the military does, it, it's ceremony honors, okay? And so there's movements and there's types of order that it just fits with the liturgical mindset of the church. And so it's be here, do this, do that, move here. I mean, even when we were going to the final burial, okay, the the military processed in. They had it was unbelievable. They had four giant horses drawing a with a carriage drawn behind it with the coffin with Father Emil his bon, his bones in there draped with an American flag processing down with troops leading the way. So this is a procession, okay? With colors, with with the honor guard, the twenty one gun salute, all waiting for him. And then as he passed by, they have the whole diocese of Wichita led by the bishop processing behind them man and, and, and so there's but it's a human thing it's it's a human thing that the military has grabbed onto that catholicity uses and and allows it to be baptized and full of grace so i think it's the natural order of humanity to operate like that when the situation when it when it needs it but we do it with jesus Amen. Amen. Come on. Father Michael, do you love the Lord? I'm fired up right now. Mm. You got me talking about Father Capon? Mm, amen. Dude. All right, when we come back, I want to know about some Hold of your Hold on, saints. Dom. Do you love the Lord? Do I? Yes. Amen. You can't, you amen. Can't I love the Lord. There are no other options yeah. for you right now. You cannot say anything else. You are listening to Father Paul and Father Michael here on AM 1160 The Quest. We're going to come back soon uh, after this break, and we will hear more about... I'm not sure what you're going to start with next. Yeah, buckle Who up. Knows? Who knows? Buckle up, baby. Stay tuned after this break. Hi, this is AJ with The Quest. Did you know that we are on a mission to invite, inform, and inspire listeners like you? We want you to embrace your journey and take one step closer to God by not only listening, but engaging with us. In fact, we could use your help with making this vision a reality. I ask you to prayerfully consider joining us as a missionary to help with volunteer tasks at our studio in Roswell, Georgia. If you feel called to help and would like to learn more, please send us an email at info at thequestatlanta.com. The Quest presents A Daily Dose of Virtue with Jay Tremonti from Venture with Virtue. Do you find it easy to do the right thing? What about when no one's looking? Making good decisions and acting on them is what virtue is all about. But the pressure of stress, temptation, and vice constantly try to pull us away from doing the right thing. That's when we're at our weakest. Do you wish there was something to help you overcome these weaknesses, make a good decision, and do the right thing? Good news, there is. It's called accountability. Sometimes our desire to be virtuous and do good is not enough for us to actually do the right thing. Having a friend or family member hold us accountable can make all the difference. When we know we have to answer to someone else for our decisions and actions, we actually think more critically, make a good decision, and act in line with the person we want to be, even when we're weak. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Hello, I'm Monsignor Joe Corbett from St. Jude Parish in Sandy Springs. And this is my favorite prayer, the Hail Mary prayer. Let us pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. AM 1160 The Quest is your metro-wide Atlanta Catholic radio station. Our programming is rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church and helps listeners learn new and fascinating aspects of our faith. Here at The Quest, our mission is simple and powerful, to invite, inform, and inspire listeners to embrace their journey of faith through the beauty of the Catholic Church. The Quest team continues to hear wonderful testimonies from listeners all around Atlanta. One listener shared, The Quest helps me grow my faith every day I listen. Every day, I feel the Holy Spirit talking to me through the quest. If I have a question, it seems like the answers come to me through this Catholic radio station in a timely manner. I enjoy the programming, and yes, it has changed me. It's definitely changed me. None of this would be possible without listeners just like you. We are a 100% listener-supported station. 
A donation of any amount helps to cover the ongoing operational expenses. Your donation is helping to bring your fellow Catholics and Christians closer to Christ. To donate, visit thequestatlanta.com. On AM 1160, The Quest, your local Catholic radio station. We are a third of the way there to our goal. Um, it has been a crazy day so far. Yesterday, we had a crazy hour, at, um, the same hour, but yesterday. So just keep, please keep the line, uh, lines ringing and call us at 470-508-1160. You can also go to thequestatlanta.com and click on the donate button to donate your pledge today. Uh, monthly donors are very much uh, needed right now just to keep things, uh, to keep the income coming in, keep the stations on, and to keep everything running smoothly. All right, Dom, you know, it is just a joy to be here. I'd like to give a few shout outs, though, to those who have so generously donated. And honestly, right now, not just for the quest, but for Father Michael and I's pride. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mostly for that. Yeah, mostly for our pride. So firstly, a uh, big thank you to Heidi, Christine, Mary, Paula, the Hatch family, Lisa, Mrs. Gannon, Father Tim Hepburn uh, donating to the two fools on the radio. How dare he? <laughs> I don't know who he's referring uh, to yeah, there. That could be Dom. I'm sorry that he said that about it's, you. It's very offensive. He's one person, by the way. And uh, our most recent, Meg. So Meg. thank you so much for everyone who has donated. Father Michael and I are talking about saints, heroes for all time. So, Father Michael, tell me, who are five of your favorite saints? Wow. Three of your favorite three. saints. Let's do three. three. Okay. And we can't say Blessed Mother yeah. or St. Joseph. Okay. Well, okay. The same. Well, we'll just assume they're top two. I mean, the Blessed Mother work? is just like, yeah, that. I, She's honest, the saint's saint. Yeah. So if you don't say her, it's like, yeah. what are you doing? I you know. Are you even. Okay, so that is five. Because yeah. we'll say Joseph, okay. Mary. All right, so who's your other three? So I got a big devotion to St. Francis Xavier, the patron of missionaries. And um, yeah, some cool stories. He's my confirmation saint. Uh, I literally only chose his name to be my confirmation saint because I thought Xavier was such a cool name. Xavier was, a, I th- also thought that was a cool name. Oh man. So my choices were the between X. Xavier and Saint Dominator, which I don't know if that's an yeah, actual That's saint. not a name, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I Just to hear our uh, Cardinal, Cardinal Gregory say, uh, and you've chosen Saint Dominator. Dominator. That's not real. And okay. then I, I love Therese. Therese of the Seal. All right, you're at three. That's, is but, that, I, but I know you want to go farther. You said Dominator. No, that was just my choices for oh, confirmation right. saints. All right. Yeah. And then I got to say, like, Father Capone, he's kind of taking the he's taking the reins here, man. Yeah. If, he's, he's my guy. If there's anybody you want to be, it's that guy. So over his, this is the last thing I'll say about Father Capone, maybe. Doubt it. And I promise that it might be, okay? Over his memorial tombstone, before they found his bones, it read... All priest, all man. Man. Just four words. Holy smokes. I mean, it was all man, all priest. Is that, is that kind of like, oh. is that like his epitaph? Yeah. So yeah. one of my favorite epitaphs, mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. the best is yet to come. <laughs> I like it. That's pretty good. That's very, it's very it's Christian. Good. Okay, so then Paul, I'll ask you, top five saints. Top five saints. All right, so we got our two squared away. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who's been coming back and uh, making a little. So I feel like saints come in and out of my life, and I think they do with all people. But you know, some kind of rise to the surface as being a more powerful presence, uh, more uh, of a powerful intercessor or inspiration. So for a long time, coming into seminary was soon to be Saint Fulton Sheen. Mm was a mm-hmm. big one. 
Mm-hmm. But actually, who's kind of rising right now is Francis of Assisi. Oh, cool. So big fan of his. Um, also, Therese yeah. Flower, uh, she is just awesome. She is. So she's always been uh, a big one as on that. And then, man, I don't know. There's, I think St. Peter actually has been uh, a big presence. I like that. So I've always appreciated that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Speak about maybe, do you agree that uh, saints have kind of come in and out of your life? Yeah, for sure. And, and the process of, yeah, developing friendship with saints who they're fully alive. That is a squeaky chair. This is a squeaky chair and my microphone is not turned on, is it? There you it go. Is I, turned is. I can hear They you, told yeah. me to come in here and say, hey, guys, here's the deal. Last hour we raised like $1,280 and now we've only at nine sixty. We still got 30 minutes left, right? No, or 20. We're getting, we're, well, so we've, we've got to raise, what do we got to raise about? Another 2000 3000 No, no, no. Yeah. We got a $10,000 oh, match. Right. Yes, we we got to raise $9,000 in the next uh, 20 minutes. Okay. $9,000 yeah. in the next 20 minutes. Yeah, so what? what's what's uh, what's uh, 9000 divided by 20? Yeah, that's. Dom, what do we got? Do the math on us. We need what uh, about a thousand dollars a minute? No, it's that'd be twenty thousand. It's four hundred and fifty. We did that. Yes. We do, Dom. Did we yes, do that last much, night? Yeah. Is it four hundred and fifty? Oh, just did it in so my brain. Yes, you did. Four hundred and fifty <laughs> a minute, but that's easily done. We did that yesterday, Dom, didn't we? No, that was. I mean, we did the last yeah. hour. Who do we have in the studio? Oh, we uh, had. Father Tim Hepburn and Father I, Bob Frederick. That was last hour, but last no, the, the yesterday at the four o'clock hour, we had. Uh, a couple of gentlemen in here, and they uh, we did what about seventy five hundred dollars. What? Yeah, get out of here. They, they no, I, I, I just they? came in. I'm not going to leave. I just got here. No, they, no, you have to go now. <laughs> I have to go now. I'm so committed to raising money. If I wasn't trapped in this room, okay, I would yeah. go out and beg for money, and then St. Francis keep it. Yeah, okay, but wait, then wait, I would wait, encourage wait, wait, other people <laughs> to give their money to Quest. That's how committed I am. Well, right? here's how you can give to the Quest: call four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero. 508-1160 or give online the quest atlanta.com we only need 450 dollars a minute okay that's not bad no that's that's good yeah i could do, do that if i had 450 dollars a minute right but you don't have to because other people will right and i, ch- I charge people 450 dollars a minute for my spiritual direction i think it's that valuable <laughs> i'm not even sure what to say to that that's yeah. uh confession worthy i'll yeah. see you afterwards all right i got my stole ready four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty i'm just keep saying the phone number How's yeah. That? yeah 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 and, and like you said for every hundred dollars given we give you a million in can return, we how I many think. indulgences have we given out this hour that's a good point we haven't brought that up at all yeah i mean the church built some pretty sweet stuff with those oh baby so we don't want to you know write that off too quickly <laughs> i'm feeling a 99th thesis coming on here or something uh, yeah 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 no let's... if you want your mean grandma to go to heaven call the quest <laughs> And I'm going to read off the donors right now. So far, we have Catherine and Peter from Big Canoe, Georgia. Whoa, Big Canoe, Catherine and Pete. Cool. And we have an anonymous donor that is a leadership gift. So you can ring ring the bell. Oh, nice. That's a what? It's a leadership Leadership, gift? Over $1,000. I've never heard of the name Anonymous before. Look at that. Good friend of ours. Anonymous is calling in constantly. It's amazing. (laughs) Very, very involved. And the note for that is Father Metz. You think that could be? Yes. Is that a thousand dollars for Father Metz? That's right. Or for the quest? Or is it for me? It's for. Well, I get ten ten percent. It's it's to the quest in honor of Father Metz, and that rhymes. That's even better. That's even better. Well, so here I I got a question. This is regarding the saints. Okay, is uh, what are some of the characteristics that's kind of blown you away, Paul, about some of these saints that you have these devotion to? Like what what has attracted you to them? Boldness. All right. Say more. Yeah. So, is it because you need to work on being more bold and confident in things? This and- is. This is. Uh, <laughs> you get one donation, <laughs> and your head, his head is enormous. We're not going to be able to get him out of this these room. headphones. They don't fit anymore gonna, over my head. Yeah. He's going to have to stay in here for the next few nights. <laughs> I re- well, I remember when we were at seminary with when Bishop Barron was still our rector, and. One of his favorite quotes was from a architect named Daniel McCreary. Nope, not McCreary. Um, he, helped, he helped design the nope, nope. Chicago World Fair. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Anyways, great architect, mm-hmm. uh, but he 
like to quote him and it's become one of my favorite quotes too. It, and it was make no small plans for they have no power to stir man's blood. And I think one of my favorite aspects of the saints was their boldness and what they would ask for from God and the way that they would live out um, God's will and for them. Mm. Um, you think about someone like, you know, St. Therese, like even someone who's cloistered away, right? And she at one point was read that article about the man who'd been sentenced to death. Uh, he was a murderer, and she saw it in the newspaper, and she she felt really bad, and she was worried about his soul. And so she, she prayed, and she was like, God, save his soul, and send me a sign to let me know yeah. that his soul's saved, right? Yeah. You know, like 10-year-old girl just demanding some sign from God that his soul's saved. Right, and then they find out in a subsequent paper that right before uh, he was executed, that he asked for a cross from the priest and he kissed the crucifix. Yeah. Um, so there's a certain boldness about the saint. I mean, Saint Francis. So I'm going to put this out here, and I think this is one of the things that I've found most interesting about him lately. Is I think I would argue he's lived the most Christ-like life of any saint. Mm in terms of his lived experience of life, like in such a radical way, I don't think any saint has, yeah. has touched it. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard some conversations between uh, Dominican friars and Franciscan friars and t- talks about the, the number of splits and divisions in the Franciscan order. And they're kind of like, why, why has this not happened with the Dominican orders? Or, but it's just the Franciscans. You know, they, what's the joke? There's as many Franciscan orders as there are Protestant denominations. Like, <laughs> and a part of it is, is because they want to embody the spirit of their founder, who was so radically Christ-like that there's this constant desire to reform and return, reform and return. And because of that, there's like this frantic need and hunger to be more like St. Francis, to be more like Christ. And uh, yeah, they say in Chesterton's biography of St. Francis when he died that his some of his close followers, they had an intense conversation about, uh, does this reshape the way that we understand being a Christian? Meaning, does everybody need to live like a Franciscan in order to be Christian? And just barely, they said, no, uh, the church is big enough to take in the Franciscans, but the Franciscans aren't big enough to take in the whole church. And so there was wisdom there that it became a part of the charism <laughs> of the church. But that's how intense that's how bold he was. It like made us rethink and, and reconsider what it means to be a Christian. I think the translation, modern translation of your phrase there is big, go big or go home, right? Go big, or right. Go, home. go big or go home. Folks, we're going to need you to call right now and we want you to go big, but we don't want you to go home yet. All right. 470-508-1160. People Give are going big right now. 470-508-1160. We got a few names coming in here. Anonymous strikes again. I'm pretty sure that's Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I'm just going to put that Good out. friend of yours. Yeah, yeah. huge friend. I play basketball like he's all the time together. He's actually a giant human he being. He's a huge friend. He's impressively large. I eat a lot of his pizzas. He's making pizzas now. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the shakaroni pizzas. The shakaroni, baby. Yeah, Were shak- you going to thank some of those folks there, Father? All right. That's, that's <laughs> We're right. going to put this out <laughs> here. First million Squirrel. donated. We'll give you two shakaroni pizzas, which you will share with Father Michael and I. Yeah. All right. So we got a donation from Anonymous, Craig, David, and Kim. We're very thankful mm. showing up. Oh, we got a, we we got one coming in. Could this be the million? Here we go. It's coming in. It's coming in hot. Should I start ringing the bell now? We we actually don't even have room on this Excel sheet for all the numbers that are getting placed. Oh, nope. Yes, Betsy. Betsy, Betsy coming to the rescue. This this hour's turn up. This last 20 minutes might we could build a quest cathedral. Oh, baby. With all of the money that's pouring in right now. Oh, man. Oh, shoot. I had to share this donation with you, but my name was first, so. Okay, I'll we'll, give that we'll to you. That's mine. I'll give that to you. That's okay. I'm okay with that. What Humility. Is, so, How about that? Oh, so speaking of virtues that uh, you don't have, but the saints might, tell us tell us about your favorite saintly attributes. Um, well, this was another saying he just barely missed the cusp, uh, but he was actually on my ordination card, uh, blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati. Wow. And I mean, that, that same spirit of boldness and magnanimity, uh, he, he, he totally lived that. And one of the cool things about him, Verso Alto, Verso Alto, uh, to the heights, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Semper Altius, always higher and Mm. always deeper. And, uh, 
you know, when you come into seminary and you're you're committed to being a priest of Jesus and and wanting to be an authentic disciple, like you constantly ask the question, well, how am I supposed to do this? What does this look like? What does this look like? And I saw in Fursati um, ways to live in holiness that I that didn't naturally occur to me. That I, I thought, well, this is off limits. Like Christians can't do that kind of stuff. Or oh no, it looks different to glorify God and and to be a a super saint. And for Saudi, just the way that he lived with his radical joy and an embrace of the the goodness of creation, the goodness of friendship, the goodness of the world, uh, but allowing those things to be sanctified and transformed in Christ, like it just opened up a whole another world for me. And and so the saints they teach me in a lot of ways what it looks like. Where I, I look at them and I say, "Wow, I didn't know that God could do that. I didn't know that I could do that in Christ." And that's a part of this idea, which which I love is like, when, without Jesus, we become just homogenous. We all become the same. It's like boring and bland. You know, it's a stained glass window without any light behind it. But then the saints are the ones that are illuminated and lit up by the light of Christ. And so each of them is unique and magnificent in the glory of God, lit up by the person of Jesus Christ. So it's like, yeah, be a saint. Yeah, and you want to be like them, but you're going to be totally different than anybody who's ever lived. Uh, in ways that you could have never possibly imagined. So I, I think the saints opened up that horizon instead of just trying to follow a rubric of what it looks like to be holy and pious and, and pay attention. is like, no, God desires the fullness of life, and that's kind of out of your control. So just be with Jesus and let him open up the world. Let him open up life to you. It's a different, very different way of, of going about things. So I'm very grateful for the saints for that. He's a, he's a hot one amongst the Utes. Yeah. The Utes are big Giorgio Frasati fans. Well, so here's my question. Are we still considered Utes? We're in our 30s. Are we Utes? Am I a Ute? I'm not. You're only a youth if you're under 35. Oh, I'm we're over, in. I'm, yes. See, we're I'm in. 45, so I'm old. And Dom, you're definitely in, right? Uh, <clears throat> I hope so, yeah. yeah. Dom, Dom's Dom, definitely Unless in. I'm older than all of you, but that's, that's probably not. You're more Dom, mature you're than all of us, but not older. incredibly well. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah. Hold on, we got, we got some like fresh donaciones coming in right now. A little uh, lingo there for you. Betsy, I don't know what kind of lingo. Mary, Chip, and Martha. Is that Chip and Martha and Joanna Gaines? Is that the home makeover people that just voted, just gave us cash? Another famous listener of the Quest. Nice. And Joanne. So, or Joan. Sorry, that's Joan. Joan. Yes. Joan of Arc. So, how much will we raise this hour? Do we have a Do we have a number? How close are we to that ten thousand? Right now, uh, we have raised four thousand four hundred. Oh, we're already over. Uh, it. Uh, no, sorry. no, no, ten thousand. Ten thousand. Oh, we're going. We oh, still we have, have we're halfway to, there. We okay, 10, if we get to ten thousand, somebody matches it dollar to dollar. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Is this Wait, what I'm understanding? Well, it's, no, it's it's dollar for dollar up to that. So we have a ten thousand dollar match. Uh, so if you raise ten, we get twenty. Holy! So smokes. we've got we just got to five, and we've got ten minutes to go. So actually, our average came down. We don't have to do four hundred fifty an hour anymore, right? Oh, this is easy. We got this. We we only no, we do still have to do four hundred fifty. I'm sorry. It's a little more. Two shacaroni pieces, okay, back to people. But here's the phone number. Nine. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero or thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com, in studio. All right, gentlemen, Father Metz. That's right. And Father Paul. Yes. What's your last name, Father Paul? Porter. Father Paul Porter and Father Metz in studio right now. And this is their hour. Folks, call in in honor of these young on fire priests who are here on the radio they're kind of a little bit silly but that's okay we love that right a little crazy <laughs> it's over a little it's okay to get crazy on live radio we are literally gonna light ourselves on fire no nope. <laughs> no nope. for the quest <laughs> whatever it takes <laughs> don't, don't do it in here yeah, yeah. actually didn't father call in and say for the two crazy priests on the radio mm-hmm. father oh, yeah. hepburn father tim hepburn he has been uh he's been in the studio and now his presence is spreading uh, throughout the world, yeah. as they would say. Yeah. Actually, can I ask a couple of questions? Yeah, for sure. sure. Father, Met, Father Metz, how long have you been a priest? I've been a priest for three, going on four years. Okay, and yeah. are you are you an associate, a pastor, or what's your position? I am a parochial vicar down in uh, Peachtree City, and I'm actually the Spanish priest, Ooh. which you couldn't tell by my six-foot-three height and very white complexion. Can you uh, say something in Spanish for us? Yeah. Hola, como estas? Estamos aquí en el estudio. Donde esta la biblioteca? Boom, baby. Yeah, as they say. Yeah, dame una cerveza. Yeah. And dame. Father Paul Porter, how long have you been a priest? I've been a priest for a year and a few months. He's just a baby. 
So I wasn't going to say that because I don't want to be disrespectful, but I've heard that. Yeah, I know. I know. But <laughs> he's, he's just a little jealous because I got a better beard than he does. Oh, I come I, I, on. I, I, I got the best beard, guys. Yeah. Come on. You got to try a little harder. You don't even have the gray. That's you gotta, true. You got to think true. gray in order to get that. I see. And you have to have seven kids, but don't try it. That that wouldn't be okay. All right. That's true. Set four seven zero number. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty four seven zero five zero eight one one six zero. Give us a shot. We're halfway to the goal for this hour. These gentlemen are on fire for the faith, and you know it's there's nothing more exciting than having our priests. Um, first of all, gentlemen, thank you for your sacrifice. Um, thank you for being priests for us, bringing the sacraments to us. I am just honored. And my kids, I have seven kids, and I, I think you met a few of yeah, them. Yeah. It's just uh, to see priests like you who are excited about your faith, living the faith, an example. It's a great example to them. So thank you for being that great example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of Paul, but um, I'm happy that I got to meet them. Yeah. They're, they're great. You have, have you met them? Before? Well, I have not met them. So, oh. But I assume they're a great lot. I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever met seven family sized kids that I didn't like. Yeah. Big families. I just, I don't think I've ever met one that I didn't like. Yeah. Like seriously, I, I like, I, I don't know if I have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to say it on air. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, then let's not. Four seven zero five zero eight. Speaking of big 16. families, the Mets that I don't like, the Mets. Tell me about your family. <laughs> I will jump across this table. That's not true. He For knows I family. love his family. No, we don't yeah, want you to hurt yourself, Father. That's it. No, no jumping across the table. We already, we already broke Jesus. So that's we, we true. Infant of Prague in the middle of the table, and he got knocked over. And he uh, got his head snapped. Yeah, off. that's okay. It's actually been glued on before. And you know the history of the okay. Infant of Prague that okay. he was actually a broken statue. And then they, they came in and prayed, and that's what we have in the room because he's actually very well known as the intercessor for fundraising. Oh, really? Uh, Mother Angelica had a statue, but the, the original infant of Prague was in a monastery that had been bombed, and the friars came in and prayed uh, for his intercession to build a new monastery. Mm-hmm. All the money was given, and they're like, well, we're going to build a, a nice, beautiful statue in his honor. And he appeared to them and said, Put the old statue back up. Oh wow, the broken statue. So we had a broken infant cool. Prague statue. So that means we're going to make the goal, right? No, I'm not a. I'm yeah, not we're going to break through the goal here. We're going to break through the, the goal, Dominic. So here's the phone number: four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or give online the quest the Atlanta dot com. Where are we at, Dominic? We've got five minutes left in the hour. Here, cool, 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 let, cool. let me let me see numbers. this. What are our numbers? <laughs> oh yeah, what are we looking? What are we looking like? What are we looking like? Numbers right now are. <laughs> let me just bring it up really quick. Oh no. Okay, right now it is at. Five thousand thirty-five. Oh, okay. all right, all right. We're still we're we're at a pretty good clip here, but we got to yeah. keep going, huh? Got to keep yeah, going. We got a couple people going. to thank, right? Or do we thank all those folks? Uh, we thanked all these folks. Okay. Chip and Joanna Gaines were our last ones. Uh, famous home makeover couple. Huge, huge for the quest. Huge. They love the they love the quest. They love the quest. I think they love us. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's I'm pretty sure. fair. To say. They should. Yeah. If they don't, they should. Yeah. No yeah, question. Yeah. No, we'll just yeah. assume that. Assume yeah. the best. Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty or online thequestatlanta.com. Well, hey, let me let me let me say this is that uh, being in the parish. So my first assignment was up in Rome, Georgia. Well, my first assignment was back up to Mundelein to study more because uh, apparently six years I didn't get enough info in my brain. No, you didn't. Yeah. So uh, so they said because it's up a for, big brain, right? Yeah, right. Because there was all there's always more space in my brain. That's right. It's like Sorry, my stuff. Continue. And uh, so, but my first parish assignment, Rome, Georgia, and then going down to Peachtree City in both places, and yeah, serving up in Chicago where I went to school and, and interacting with different parishioners. Dude, there are some le- legitimately very holy, saintly people in these parishes. Mm. Amen. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's it can be pretty humbling when you're hearing somebody's confession and kind of on the other side of the screen, you just want to yell like, "That's it." That's all you got? It's like <laughs> I do worse than that. Oh my goodness. They're holy people that yeah. commit their life to prayer and, and service. And I think they're scattered throughout our parishes. Yeah, they're out there. That's beautiful. Which is Yeah, there's a church militant image, right? Uh scattered throughout the world are these these really saintly people. Even like thinking about the saints themselves. You know, we we do tend to have some countries that have more saints, right? Uh, these Catholic cultures. But, I mean, if you look at all of the saints, it's like we have every corner of the earth covered. Yeah. I don't think we have Antarctica. It's true. There, but there's no people there. Huh. Are there any polar bear saints? No. Well, we have it. Th- remember no. that dog they tried to make a saint and they did, <laughs> they did it? St. Bernard? 
Well, I don't think... No, I think it was literally a dog. They tried to make a saint. And then I think finally the church had to say, like, Uh, I think you guys are missing... Dogs are not people. Dogs are not people. I love dogs. Well, you know we love dogs. Yeah, we love dogs. So just let it be known, Father Michael and I, huge dog fans. Big dog fans. Folks, we have two minutes left in the hour. I hate to break in in the deep conversation. I do think it's important (laughs) to note that Father Paul Portier said they're spread across our... You know, know, sprinkled in our parishes. I... Working in Catholic radio, I get to work with amazing people yeah. who are doing crazy stuff for the Lord. Yeah. It's awesome. Our church has a beautiful future mm. because of the faithfulness. People yeah. are just being drawn to it. So, uh, folks, we have an, a minute and 32 seconds left in this hour. I think we've raised about $6,000. I can't see the screen, so I'm just guessing. 470-508-1160 is the number. Or give online the quest at Atlanta.com. We need about two people to call in with $1,000. Come on. If you've been thinking about, you know, one of you out there, you've been thinking, I, you know, I could give that 5000 right now. I think you should give it in honor of the previous hour, but you could certainly give it in honor of this hour if you wanted to. 470-508-1160 or thequestatlantic.com. Give it in honor of Dom. He's the only quiet one in the room right now. That's Although, true. being quiet on the radio is not such a good idea. Yeah. And we want to say a big thank you to the Habak family. I probably butchered that. No, I think, yeah. if anything, they've been pronouncing it wrong, and I just finally said it right. Did they give a donation? Like Capon or Capon? Uh, they gave a donation in honor yes. of Father Michael yes. Brimmer. No. Yeah. No, he's not here. He's I'm, not in studio. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. This they, is not true. They can Thank donate you, whoever they please. Y'all oh, are awesome. We have a donation coming in from Marion Metz for Father Paul. No, Mom. <laughs> yep, her favorite priest. Ah, Mike, Father Mike Metz's mom's favorite priest is me. Oh, I, man. I know, that hurts. She I says, like, really tough things about you when you're not around, by the way. Hey. We got 10, uh, 20 Mon- seconds left in the hour. But her, her, her money speaks, you know. Money, Four, seven, money zero, talks. Five, mama, zero, eight, I'm going to be 60. calling you in just a couple seconds, Mama. Exactly, that's true. Thequestatlanta.com. Continue to give. We've got about five seconds left in the hour. Uh, where are we at, Dom? What's our What's our number? We've raised how much? God love you, Quest listeners. Yes. For this, for this hour, we have raised 5235 5235 That's right. match dollar for dollar. But we'll keep the phone lines open for you. On the other side of the break, we're going to come back and do, a, I think it's the game show. And they're out there getting warmed up. Uh, but we do have to do a legal ID at the top of the hour. But I'm going to give you that phone number, 470-508-1160, or online, thequestatlanta.com. Please call in. We need a $5,000 gift. Hey, you know what? You can do it. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah. No, don't, don't look out the window. Yeah, I'm talking to you. 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com. Father Metz, Father Paul, thank you so much for being here. Blessings, Great time. everyone. Okay, Legal ID. You're listening to AM 1160 WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, The Quest.